See, God came to do something about the struggle that we all face. That's what Christmas is. God came to be with us. See, God knows you even if you don't know him. God believes in you even if you don't believe in him. He cares deeply about you. And there's this misunderstanding, especially if you grew up in the South or in Texas. You, you might have this misunderstanding of what Christmas is all about or even what Christianity is all about. See, Jesus didn't come to start a religion. He came to introduce us to God himself. He's inviting you and me into a relationship with him. In fact, when you look at the scriptures and you see the story of Jesus, the people that were opposed to Jesus the most were the religious people because they could see that what he was offering was so much different than rules and guilt and condemnation. What he was offering was love and grace that transforms us and even empowers us to live a whole new life. When you hear the message of God, when you consider if there is a God, what's interesting is that if you believe, the evidence is all around you. But if you don't believe, no evidence will ever be enough. Do you have an open heart or open mind to the idea that God came to be with us and he's with us even now, inviting you into a relationship with him? There's this beautiful passage from Matthew chapter 12 where Matthew is writing about Jesus, but he's using a passage written 700 years before Jesus was born. You see, Jesus was the fulfillment of prophecies, hundreds of years pointing towards this, this one who would come and rescue, the Messiah. Listen to what it says, Matthew 12. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Here is my servant, the Messiah, whom I have chosen, the one I love in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out till he has brought justice through to victory. In his name, the nations will put their hope. See, all people, all nations struggle with the same thing. We lack peace. We fear the future. We fear judgment and condemnation. It's found in every religion. Something is wrong. And what God offers us is a new life. And on January 12th, we're starting a new series in 2020. It's called 2020, Envision a New You. And I want to invite you to be a part of that every Sunday to really grow spiritually, making your relationship with God a priority. See, God did something about the struggle that we face. God, according to this passage, will bring justice and salvation to all nations. Let's start with that, salvation. Do you know what Jesus, his name means? It means salvation. It's actually the Hebrew word Yeshua. And if you read in the Hebrew scriptures, the Old Testament, you could see his name over and over. Salvation, Yeshua, Jesus. Over and over, pointing towards how God will rescue us. And he came to rescue us by walking among us. Well, how would he bring justice? This passage also says that he won't quarrel or cry out. You see, the Messiah came and didn't bring violence to overthrow the Roman oppressors. He didn't come with a, a political agenda. He did something incredibly different. He came as a baby. 
helpless, dependent. But he grew up into a man who taught with authority, who brought the oppressed freedom, who brought healing to the sick, and ultimately willingly took all evil upon himself, willingly dying on the cross on the third day, rising from the dead, and then offering his spirit to all of us who would say, I need you, Jesus. Forgive me. I want to follow you. Would you lead me? See, Jesus is God walking among us. And here's the catch. I mean, you and I, we're, we're trying so hard to, to get better, and we're, we're about to end a decade and start a whole new decade. I mean, what kind of New Year's resolutions? Do we need new decade resolutions? But here's the problem. We can't even live up to our own standards with our own strength. We certainly can't live up to the standards of others. And that's why what God invites us to do is simply say, I need you, forgive me, lead me. And then he enables us to live a life beyond what we could ever imagine. You know, what's amazing is God brings hope for all nations. The scripture is the only book that talks about all nations from beginning in, only religious text. I remember my mentor and friend, Erwin McManus, one time was in a spiritual conversation with someone. He said, with all the world religions, why do you follow Jesus? And I remember him saying, because he's the only one who came for me. See, Jesus came for you and me. It's not about doing enough to get to God. God came to us. Quan, who grew up Buddhist, started coming to Gateway because he felt like he was drowning. He had tried to make changes in his life and tried to do everything that the, the Buddhist teachers taught him. He said it this way. I was like, it was like I was out at sea, exhausted and drowning as the wave crashed on me. And my Buddhist teachers were shouting swimming instructions from the beach, but what I needed was a boat. While coming to Gateway, he chose to follow Jesus, surrendered his life to him, and he found freedom from guilt and fear and burdens that he'd carried for so long. He found rescue. Or Jaya, Jaya, our friend from India who started Impact India, he grew up Hindu, and he discovered liberation from bad karma, karma, the cycle of samsara, not by his own dharma, which means good deeds, or by trying harder, but by God's salvation that forgives and sets us free of the effects of all our wrongs. See, God doesn't want us living in fear or condemnation, but to live differently and freely out of gratitude for his love. Or Amman, a part of our church here at Gateway in South Austin, who grew up Muslim. He was trying to do all the right things according to the Muslim faith, and yet evil had wounded him deeply. He could never seemingly do enough to ease the burden of guilt and shame until one day he cried out to Jesus to rescue him, to deliver him. And he found freedom and hope and has become one of our leaders here at Gateway South, one of our board members of all of Gateway. And I'm sure you have stories too. Maybe you grew up Baptist or Catholic or Methodist or some other version of Christianity or some other world religion. Or maybe you grew up without any sort of spiritual base. I want you to know that, that your perspective of Christmas and Christianity can be filtered through Americana, through cultural Christianity. Because if you look at it for what it truly is, 
Christmas is the beginning when God came to rescue us and he invites us into a relationship to become his children, for him to be our father. And he doesn't want his children burdened or beaten down or hopeless. See, but the problem is even when we say yes to him, we can still wander away. And even still, he is humble and gentle, always winning us back. What ends up happening along the way is he helps us realize who he created us to be. That passage again, Matthew 12, refers to this idea, this beautiful idea, a bruised reed he will not break. Maybe you're bruised. Maybe 2019 was a difficult year. I want you to know that no matter what trauma you may have been through, no matter what loss you may have been through, the scriptures tell us that God will be there with you. God is with us. We are fragile. And he wants to help you. Not to break you, but to heal you. See, the true meaning of Christmas is God is with us. Not just at one moment 2,000 years ago, but even to this day. The scriptures also tell us when we're in the midst of struggling rather than turning to religion, Jesus said this, come to me. All you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Maybe you have heavy burdens you've brought in here today. He just says, come to me. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I need you. Whatever the burden, whatever the struggle, the bruise you feel today, he came to show you that he is humble and gentle. There's also a part of this passage that talks about a smoldering wick that he will not snuff out. Now, when you and I hear that, we might think of a, a birthday candle that's been blown out. But in those days, there was uh, oil lamps that looked like this. And you can see this wick, similar to a birthday candle, but inside is oil. And when it becomes depleted, it goes out. It, it's fueled by this oil underneath it, this, this smoldering wick. Maybe that's how you feel. You feel depleted empty. God offers to fill you up and relight you to give you what you need to see in the dark. Jesus came and said, I am the light of the world. He allows us in the midst of the darkness to see light and to see hope. I wonder what you've been through in 2019. Maybe you've suffered loss. Maybe you've had burdens about people that are suffering. Maybe a burden for your marriage. Maybe financial issues, fears of the future. Maybe your health. Whatever you're facing, and you might feel depleted, I want you to know you can come to him. In fact, in this moment, I just want to invite you in your own heart just to ask God to be with you, to, to sense his presence. Maybe it's the first time you're saying, Jesus, I need you. Lead me. Forgive me. Or maybe it's a renewal as we end this year. Or maybe this is how you try to live your life every day. Whatever it may be, just in the moment of silence, in your own heart, just connect with God in this moment.
Heavenly Father, thank you that you are with us. You are for us. We don't have to face the burdens and challenges of life alone. And in fact, God, not only do you forgive us and, and seek to guide us when we allow you to, your spirit fills us up and you transform us that we can live new lives. Thank you, God, that you came for us. As we celebrate Christmas, may we bring that peace and joy to those around us. We pray in Jesus' name.